Hello and welcome to the 250, your weekly IMDb Top 250 Movies of All Time podcast. And it's also your um, periodic, mo- periodic uh, bottom 100 uh, Movies of All Time podcast. And uh, you're unfortunate enough um, to, have, to have downloaded uh, one of our one of our downer episodes where we feature a terrible movie. Well, first of all, I should probably in, in, introduce, um, my name is Andrew. I'm Darren. I'm, and this is Darren. We're the co-hosts of the IMDb 250. And welcome. This week, uh, we featured the... You're also unlucky enough to, 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 to go for a week where I do the introduction. This, this, this week, we featured the... Turkish movie, uh, Kelleglan and the Black Prince. Yes, yes we did, Andrew. Uh, the 18th worst movie of all time we selected it. In the week since we selected it, it's uh, it's kind of gone up in the world. It's Or down, depending on how you, you rank it. It's now the 17th worst movie of all time, as voted for by so IMDb. It's, it's gotten worse since we selected it. Yes. Did you leave a review for the movie? <laughs> is, is, is that why? That's what happens when you leave me alone before watching the end of the between watching the end of the film and uh, yeah. recording the podcast. It's like, how do you give a bad review for something that's rated like the 18th worst movie of all time? Like, I saw this movie knowing it would be bad, and it was even worse than that <laughs> than I expected it to be. Yeah. So was it, Andrew? Was it even worse than you expected it to be? Um, well, firstly, had you seen this movie before? <laughs> Dear God, no. And I don't think I ever plan to see it again. No, no. A lot of this bottom 100 are lesser known movies. I, I, well, I wonder, I wonder which, which, which of the bottom 100 are, are best known to mainstream audience. Oh, yes. I yeah. mean, I mean we, we did see a sequel to a fairly well-known movie, um, Lawn Mower Man 2. Um, Beyond Cyberspace. Beyond Cyberspace, indeed. Yes, yeah. But uh, but this was not that movie. Um, this was um, whenever anybody tries to uh, take you to see a, a foreign language movie with the idea that that uh, foreign language movies are more cultured, sophisticated, sophisticated. World yeah, yeah. Just, just, this is like the anti stalker. Exactly. Just remember that 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 other countries make terrible movies too. It's not just Hollywood. So. Um, what did you think of this movie? I'll, I'll let you start first. I did not care for it, Andrew. Surprisingly, it being one of the worst films of all time. I was not sure what I was expecting from the film. Uh, I'm not sure what I made of the film. It seems to be rather steeped. Uh, it, on one hand, it seems like somebody saw Shrek and thought it would be good to do Shrek, but with more sex jokes. Um, and in the style of a one of those not-another-teen movie films. Mm. Uh, which seems like a very weird choice for anybody to make, particularly a Turkish film. But there was also sort of I got the sense that there was some Turkish cultural stuff in there that maybe we didn't get that maybe went over our heads. I yeah, there was a few kind of like wordplay things as well that we didn't which get. Because, obviously, don't yeah, translate. When yeah, we were watching English, English subtitles, which like scarf and what was the line? Scarf and steeds. Scarf and steeds. Yeah. Or yes. his embarrassing name, uh, Nikete. Yeah, yeah, he... Uh, One of the characters has an embarrassing first name called Nakete, which all the characters find hilarious, and which didn't really translate, I think, for us, effectively. No, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find out. I have it written down somewhere. His, his name was Nakati. Nakati. Yeah. And we tried to, to research this to find out what, what could be so embarrassing 
Is there like a famous foot, Turkish footballer who missed a penalty called Nikati? No, it doesn't appear Corrupt to be. Corrupt politicians. Corrupt no, politician. No, no, not specifically. I mean, may, maybe maybe there are, and, and, and they've just cleaned up their Wikipedia profiles. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've got a good agent, they'll do that for you now. You know IMDb had to take down the ages of various actors and stuff. Really? Yeah, there was a court case recently where basically actors complained that they, they shouldn't have to put their ages up there on the internet. Basically, they could scrub the internet clean of them. Oh. So was it worth watching, Andrew? Well, yeah, I, I, I also kind of... I, I was trying to think of the movie that this reminded me of, and you just put your finger on it. Yes, it was... Um, it was Shrek with 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 less subtle sex jokes and more racism. Yeah, yeah, more. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot of kind of um, her, um, uh, unenlightened views in this, whether it's towards women or whether it's uh, towards uh, gay people or people from different countries yeah. um, or people of different races. Yeah, so it's uh, people who who. You know, drag queens. Uh, presumably, there's some transphobia in there as well. Yeah, so like like there were points in the movie where we were thinking, um, where they were about to introduce a character, and we were like, oh, it's it, it's going to be a, a a short person, isn't it? It's um, yeah, they're 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 going to have a dwarf playing this role, and it's like, oh, they didn't they didn't go for that. I Good thought they were like them, yeah. s- certain to to try and offend some other group of people. But good call. They took the high road on that one occasion. They certainly did. And yeah. the fact that it came as such a surprise to us was uh, was is is kind of perhaps a, a judgment yeah, on yeah. the film's quality. Otherwise, yeah, we 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 had thought this movie had gotten predictable, but um, it, it manages to to surprise us by throwing in a little bit of taste yeah. when we least expect it. So with that in mind, then what we we'll we'll move to the um, if I, we won't. I mean, is there any point in moving to the spoiler zone? It's like no. don't. Don't bother watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do absolutely listen to two people talk about this movie that you're never going to see. It's I mean, a much more enjoyable experience. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of the reason this movie is in the bottom 100, aside from it not being a good movie, I think it might have to do with the um, infamy of one of its uh, main stars. Leading uh, actors. Yeah, that's um, Memes Ali Erbil. Yeah, which is um, did a bit of did a bit, did a bit of digging on this, which is is quite remarkable because it seems like they also scrubbed a lot of information about the production of this film from the internet as well. But um, basically, when I, I delved into the the IMDb's ranking to see who the people were who were rating it one star out of ten, the lowest score, it currently having a score of one point eight, which is remarkable. Like the Michael Bay Transformers films have scores around five or six to put that in perspective. Mm. So what I found in a lot of the negative reviews was people were referencing uh, Erbil's career as a Turkish entertainer. Um, he hosted their Wheel of Fortune, for example, um, on Star TV. Yeah. Um, he also around the same time that uh, around the same time that this movie was released, he was also starring in a movie called Turks in Space, which was a comedy about a Turkish family living in outer space that is somehow ranked even lower on the IMDb 250. So it's almost the worst movie of all time. Yeah, it's number eight. So yeah. we could have ended up there. But what I found when I sort of dug into uh, Arbel um, was there was a scandal uh, in 2010, I think, when he basically he made a comment on Wheel of Fortune about a certain about an ethnic minority within Turkey. He basically implied that they practiced incest. Um, he asked uh, on a Wednesday TV on a TV show, he asked a contestant, do you think we are playing Mummy Sundu here? 
the phrase, while hard to directly translate, is a slur used to offend Elvies by claiming they engage in incestuous relations. Apparently he had a bit of a history of doing this. At one stage he asked, Do I look like a... The word is used to refer in a derogatory manner to Elvies. Um, so basically Star TV basically cancelled the show and took him off it in, as a result of that. I kind of wonder if those sort of... This, this, is, this is how um, Irish people feel when their names and, and words are, are mangled. butchered on US television. If, yeah. if, 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 if any Turkish offended, people are listening. And I sincerely apologise. I, I really do actually. I, I don't think you have to worry about anyone listening to our podcast somehow, Darren. Don't. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. But yes, basically, as a result of those those slurs, I think he became sort of like an infamous character. And it's generally based on the, the content of the comments on the IMDb 250, uh, sorry, on the IMDb uh, film. Uh, they seem to be, there seems to be an accusation that he's sort of dumbing down Turkish culture. He's sort of perceived almost yeah. as, a, as a Kardashian figure. So, but I mean, based on the film we saw, I can't see how that would be true in any way, shape. Well, or yeah, I can, I can see, I can see it from the film. I feel like he's he he's getting a lot of uh, flack for stuff that yeah has nothing to do with the film. I think if if you were probably to judge the film on its own merits, it would it would it would um, pull quite badly. But I mean, there's there's plenty of movies just like this coming out of Hollywood oh, yeah. that are just as bad that don't get all of that hatred because there isn't there isn't this um, Level of lightning rod yeah. um, who is who is within the movie. Um, I mean, it's, it's 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 pretty. Pretty bad movie anyway. I mean, I, I guess the more interesting thing maybe will be to talk about things that we actually kind of liked or endured, at least, about this movie. <laughs> Tolerated. Yeah. Yeah. So you go first there. Grand. We'll, 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 we'll empter. We'll empter. Empter? <laughs> and now we're mispronunciating English words too. So don't worry, it's not... Uh, a... We'll enter the spoiler zone, I guess. Tentatively. Tentatively. Yeah, we'll we'll just kind of go 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 through the movie. We we might we might stop and talk about things in a little bit more detail. But we, we may may also just want this to end as quickly. Yeah, as possible. we may. Uh, the the movie starts with um, a number of women fanning and braiding this long luxuriant blonde, luxuriant hair, and the joke is that it belongs to a dude. It's um, it is our, our, our main character of the movie. Um, at this point, he's called Sir Sir Moglan, Sir, Ma, Sir Maglan. which translates as Goldilocks. The uh, Goldilocks, the I think. Yeah, like, yeah. It has, it has it in parentheses. This um, once we discover that, that this was the point at which you turned to me and said, "I hate this movie." By the way, <laughs> not thirty it? seconds into the film, you were like, "I already hate this movie." <laughs> I yeah, I think it was all of the the for for. Um, for reasons that are just to do with me, there was far too much kind of braiding of hair, and there were lots of beads. People were wearing lots of beads, and there were lots of close up of beads, and I just wasn't wasn't into it. I was like, I hate this movie. Already. Yeah, but just because of that though, they found something that I specifically didn't like, and put it in the opening. 30 in the seconds. opening thirty seconds, yeah, it, it it's it's like they knew I was coming. They they segue immediately. That's our favorite word here. Yeah. Um, into a dance number. Not there's, a song and dance number. No, there's a number of dance numbers in in this, and there's no actual singing by the characters really at all, yeah. is there? There are several points at which it looks like he's about to sing. Yeah. Like so, for example, after this, he looks like he's about to sing to a flock of sheep, but 
thankfully a dreadful CGI dragon attack before that comes into play. That's but that's correct. There are a lot of really campy dance numbers that oh. feel like Austin. Pa- they feel they remind me of some of the Austin Powers introductions, except yeah, they have the charm. I was like, as I was watching the dance number, I was thinking, actually, the dance the dancing is okay. And then I looked a bit closer, and I was like, no, the dancing isn't good either. Then the dance numbers finish. We 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 get our first exposure to the sound effects that the, go the, throughout the movie. As terrible as the movie looks, it sounds horrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when whenever um, anything happens. Yeah, like if something's funny, there. The it's, movie it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. It's the, like. More. Yeah, the movie the movie cannot stand the idea that you might we, not get that. By some, the way, we should start putting that into our podcast. Just <laughs> l- lots when a of joke sound lands, facts. like a boing. boing. <laughs> yeah, no. There, there, there was an awful lot of that during during this movie. Yes, Everything, even even in the trailer, there was a lot of there was heightened a lot of that. sound effects. Yeah, because the movie can't stand it if you don't know that it's making a joke. Yeah, um, and then not only that, like the sound effects are terrible, but the music. Yeah. Oh, the music. The incidental music, it, it reminded me of Desperate Housewives a little bit. The, the, oh, the, yeah. Because the piano and some Well, no, no, no. It's that terrible um, uh, incidental music where it's it's like it's like the sound effects. Where it's like... In case you don't know how to feel about what you're seeing at the moment, here yeah. it is. Exactly. The, the, the um, I think it's difficult to explain what I mean by by it being like the de- desperate housewives or those sorts of uh, sorts of thing. It um, I think anyone who's 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 kind of seen, um, and I think at a certain point everybody who was watching Desperate Housewives they'll they'll might know um, they'll recognize what you're talking about. Yeah. So um, yeah, we uh, we meet the Sultan and his wife. Who sent him on a quest in order to win um, the hand of their daughter to own to have their daughter? I well, actually, they don't send him on a quest. They say um, that have our daughter, have our daughter. So then he goes herding his sheep because he's a shepherd, and just um, overhears the uh, the princess, who's the the daughter, as we said, of of, of the sultan, being at- attacked by a dragon. He um, remarkable special effects straight off the PlayStation Two. It's only slightly worse than than than, than Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I, well, no, no, no like it's it, maybe slightly worse than uh, Law and Order Man Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, a it's a whole lot worse than than Game of Thrones, in fairness. But uh, I mean, like the, f- the fact that they have a CGI dragon is impressive. That, that they bothered to put that in such a terrible movie. Um, yeah, no, it is. And I mean, there are some nice, like, you can tell there are moments where the special effects team worked hard. Like, there are moments where the dragon grabs her dress and slows her down, which is like, a, you know, when you're doing CGI, having the CGI interact with the live performers work. Oh. Or there's a scene later on where there's a giant and he's in the background. And you think, oh, they just superimposed him in. And then he interacts with the foreground element. And you're like, I'm actually kind of impressed by this. This, hmm. is, this is almost like college course level yeah. filmmaking. Well, I went, yeah, did it, the. The dragon, by the way, takes forever to eat the princess and doesn't. It's just like playing with his food. We, while watching a movie, had just put down a full plate of um, a full Irish breakfast. Um, and we had finished, I think. And by at, at that point, the dragon hadn't even touched a bite yeah. of the princess. who was still kind of tug, tugging at her dress. 
Yeah, he was he was busy throwing fireballs at a Mario style. Yeah, so either the dragon is really slow at eating, or we're really fast. But um, or it could be both. Could be both. Could be a mixture. So um, yeah, the, 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 he we also we so Sermerglan, because that's what he's called at this point. Um, tries um, ineffectually to to fight the dragon. Then we meet the Black Prince, who at this point seems like is a... Just randomly wandering the countryside like a knight. Yeah, but he he also wants the hand of the princess. The princess has a name. Her name is uh, Kankis. um, But he knocks himself on the head on his way to to tackle this dragon. So you think, oh, he's a bumbling fool. Okay. Then Sir Maglan has his hair messed with by, by the dragon. And that's, that's... That's like his trigger. That's like yeah. his sort of his, you know, that, all the straw that breaks the camel back. That's all he can stand until he can't stand no more. So he, he quite handily cuts the head off of, of, of the dragon. Then... Which is handled quite tastefully. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. When we were watching this, what do you think the audience is for this? Do you because uh, we were sort of we were debating this? Do you think teens. this is a family movie? Okay. I think this is for teens. You think this is for teens? I think I think it's meant to be. Okay. Yeah. Because um, it, it it's kind of struck me as like a children's film. Well, with... it's all about fairy tales, but yeah. like there there's all of this kind of um, uh, yeah there's there there's lots lots of women with great boobs and uh, lots of uh, double entendres and innuendos about um, like flutes and um, lots of jokes about men being bald and I don't know it I don't I think it's definitely uh, not intended for kids because right, it seems like the performances are kind of geared more towards like the circus level of uh, like oh, oh look he's falling down he's making a boing sound like it yeah. does seem like almost like a Teletubbies level movie where all of a sudden you'll get a dick joke. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, but they're not subtle dick jokes. No, so they're not. Like a, I'll play not, your flute every not, morning. Yeah, it's not like they have this kid's movie and there's something in there for daddy. Um, no, no, no. 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 This is not like a Pixar sort of thing. Where it's, yeah. No, no, this is like, it's a kid movie with dick jokes. Yeah, not only that, it has inappropriate smoking. Lots of inappropriate smoking. Yeah, we 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 guess um, fairly early to 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 see him um, see him smoking, and I, I guess it would be more inappropriate if it was a kids' movie. But I I really don't think it is. And okay. Although although he he flicks a cigarette in the hay, or at least in the dry grass, that's not safe. This is a that's PSA. A reckless, yeah, Smokey the Bear. Yeah. So then we see the the dragon blows <laughs> fire on his hair, and he runs off. Princess just stabs the dragon in the throat, with, and, and the dragon like, dead. Why didn't you why do didn't that exactly. five minutes ago? Um, Sir Maglan uh, goes to put his hair out, and it goes four years later. Um, Which seems like a rather strange cut. It cuts to to four years later. It's it's like we were talking about this more watching The Shining. How the cuts were very effective because they were so jarring. This is like the opposite. This is like four years later, and he's trying to drown himself. Yeah, um, and it turns out that in the they, port- actually they used to also do that in um, Desperate Housewives. Random time jump. They would have some very uh, lengthy epilapses. Yeah. Yeah, and you're sort of well, that epilapses are handy for writing because you don't have to figure out what happens in between. No, you can just go. Here's where I am now. Here's where I want to be, and smash. Yeah. Apparently, that's the issue with Game of Thrones is that uh, he didn't want to do one of those. 
That's mm. why it got so messy in the middle. He Apparently he wanted to do like a time skip in the middle and have everything pick up where he wanted. But uh, he decided to actually try and write the bit in the middle and that's where things got out of control. Ah. Like George R. R. Martin did. So, I mean, George R. R. Martin, you're making the same mistakes as Kilogan and the Black Prince. So you're in you're in good company, really. So, yeah, we, we meet... Uh, Kilogan's trying to kill himself. His name is now Kilogan. Uh, which to means bald boy. Bald boy. Um, um, rather than Sermer Glan, which, which means Goldilocks. A Turkish character, actually. Uh, it's a sort of a long-standing Turkish fairy tale character, almost. Yeah. His friend, uh, Kankus Oglu, is trying to talk him out of killing himself. I have no idea why. Um, we wouldn't have had to watch the movie. Um, it would have been a much darker twist, though. It would have been a much darker twist. I, I mean, um, yeah. The, 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 we meet the Sultan again. Uh, we meet Kankis, um, the princess, who is no longer interested in Kelleglan, because presumably he's bald now. Um, in case you don't get it, the movie is suggesting that bald men have no bababoo. Yeah. And in case you don't get that, there's a much more less subtle illustration of that later on. He spent these four years going on various quests. For the Sultan. Yeah. To they, win the hand of the daughter. Yeah, because the Sultan already said, um, oh yeah, you can have my daughter, uh, which is nice of him. Um, and, yeah, it's but, not even like you can have her hand or you can marry her or you can win her over. It's no, no, just yeah. like, take my daughter, please. Yeah. Then, um, now, the princess isn't too much into it, so she set up all of these sort of quests for him to complete, which he's completed all of them and finds it sort of futile. Then they're, they're told they have to get a belt or some bullshit. <laughs> off a giant. Off a giant. Um, we meet Hodja. I don't know why. Why? Like, and, and uh, you know what I really like about this movie? Genuinely... Is the the amount of times um, characters state their names? Um, this is quite helpful for you when really, you're writing notes. Exactly. Is... Yeah, yeah. Because Hadja um, states his name so many times. It's like, oh, hey, Hadja. But what are you doing over there, Hadja? Hadja's... Are you splashing water? And yeah, I'm Hadja. I'm splashing water. But it, it it's not only that he's a minor character. He appears in we two see him, scenes. We see him later doing some stand up comedy. Some yeah. like very misogynistic stand up comedy where he's like talking about his wife and her yeah. being a drag. Yeah, basically. which is very much in keeping with the themes of the movie. Yeah. But it seems strange well, this so movie much. Hates women. <laughs> this movie hates this movie hates women and foreigners and hates people so who are people. different, basically. Yeah. Um people who are not Turkish men it seems to hate. Yeah. So they're sent off on this quest. Uh, lots of flute innuendo. Because at this point, Telegland says all he has is his flute. So it's presumably like his, his been, he, he had been quite popular with the ladies at the beginning of the movie with all those women braiding fan, fanning hair. and braiding his hair. Um, and now he's reduced to just masturbating. Yeah, so he wants to kill himself. Uh, funny joke. Um, there, 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 there is. This is where we meet the black prince. We pick up with the black prince the black again prince. after four there, years. There are actually some things that I thought were genuinely funny because we we meet up, yeah, it, as you said, uh, with the black prince. And the black prince is actually, I would argue, the movie's breakdown character. He's got very Absolutely. serious flaws, uh, but he's much more interesting, he, and he's actually quite he's funnier than he's much more dashing and acceptable a character than Kelloglan is and yeah. he's supposed to be the villain yeah in fact the black prince is more in the right and uh, <laughs> seems to believe more in like the concept of 
of um, like winning a woman's heart rather than like having her parents give them to you. No, like the, 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 Keller Glan wants to win win a, a a woman's heart by completing kind of challenges rather than realizing that she's her own person. Who yeah, needs yeah. Who needs to kind of could could consent to this? The the the, the yeah. Anyway, the, 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 but the Black Prince. It seems to be in in there with a shot anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, he he does doesn't seem to. I mean, he has has his moments. Where, oh yes. where, yeah, no. where he's quite clearly a monster. He's the Black Prince of the Van Dams. His, his name is also Nekati. We learn earlier. Um, the actor who plays him is called I have it written down Oscan Denis. Oh you beat me to it. Oh wait, I had it written right there. Oscan Denis. Yeah. I thought he was quite good. He is. He's he's actually surprisingly good. He's well he's got great timing. Um he's yeah. got to, and he can do the physical gags I think better than um Erbel can. Yeah. Like Erbel milks everything sort of pantomime style. Like when he's riding a donkey, he's like, look at him, he's pretending to dry hump a donkey. Yeah. Uh, whereas, on the other hand, uh, when the Black Prince does something like he falls down or he yells at a, a lackey for leaving their watch on during an assembly scene or whatever. Yeah, that, that joke I found funny. Other one I found funny was they're doing like a kind of a William Tell thing where you see a man with, a, with, a, with an on apple his on his head. The Black Prince drawing he, back his bow. And he lets loose his arrow and, and it sticks straight into the apple. And then... <laughs> And then the, you, camera. the camera, the camera goes goes out, and you realise that like a man is just full of arrows. Yeah. It's like <laughs> seventh time the charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, 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 which I thought was genuinely funny, but may, maybe I'm easy, easy to please. Well, I think that's the standard like, of the movie. It's, it's yeah. a good joke. And yeah, and he, it's not misogynistic. And he doesn't really ham it up as much no. as like um, there's there's all of these sorts of. It seem it seems like there's less. Kind of um, cookie uh, sound effects required in in to make in, his jokes in land. the scenes that he's in. There's, there's but I mean, even at one stage, he has a really awful. Um, he has a really awful bit where he's left with a bunch of women, and then he does like the morning after dance, um, and it's a terrible joke. But damn it, the guy's got rhythm. Yeah, yeah. They 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 um they have some kind of boring slapstick comedy with him as well like he he's not immune to how bad this movie is yeah they, they like he he goes up a the, long the, step the steps to the council of the evil ones and then just falls and yeah he trips and kind of falls down the, the the steps a bit until he gets to the bottom and that's kind of although i did i did like the little gag later on where they've installed a safety ramp oh yeah i, I did actually miss that okay. i did the um so then he has to go to airport security. That was kind of rubbish. Uh, there, there, like, I, th- I think there's I, not a there's not a single lazy joke that the movie didn't see that it, it, it thought. No. They're like you get the sense when they're writing it. So they're like, is that funny when we leave it in? Nobody ever said take it out. Nobody ever yeah. said that's not funny. Like maybe maybe we thought the take off your watch thing was funny be be because it was kind of early in the movie and then there's all of these. Kind anachronistic of, stuff yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. like the the horse uh, with the central locking for example or the uh, yeah the talking about like trying to put skis on the back of a donkey oh, it's like yeah. yeah you did that joke already somebody is cackling and they accidentally swallow their chewing gum yeah um, but it's not enough that they actually swallow their chewing gum they have to actually say afterwards oops I swallowed my chewing gum yeah like the movie this movie this is not a movie that is worried that its audience is too smart for it no 
which no. is which is terrible given how dumb the movie is. Yeah, but in in, in case in case you in case you thought that they were just going after women and and gay people and the typical targets, they're also going after corporate Turkey. There 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 is a um, council of the bad guys where he asks who's who's that villain sitting in down the, the corner, corner and it's just in a guy in a suit. suit. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you've got the Wicked Witch from Snow White. You've yeah. got like... Uh, oh, but yeah, the, like, like Shrek, there are all the different characters from... From fairy tales, from classic yeah. fairy tales. But also from um, Ara- Arabian fairy tales. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and very heavily, I would suggest, Disney-influenced uh, as well. I yeah. would say that, like, for example, there's uh, characters from Aladdin, but they seem to be taken rather heavily from the Disney version of Aladdin. So, for example, Jafar... Yeah. looks every bit like the version from the film where at one point there's a genie who's painted blue smoking a cigarette yeah. who seems to be very much modelled on the Robin Williams character doesn't, doesn't really get the shine the council of was it the council of the evil ones they, they, they get a message sent to them why are we talking so much about this terrible movie <laughs> we are, they, there's, there's, a there's, a, there's, there's a pigeon comes and yeah, there, there's there's a funny-ish joke because you can hear a kind of a voiceover Expla- explaining, e- the, notes explaining the, the note and then you discover that it's the pigeon is talking and he gives out to the pigeon. He's like, and the pigeon apologizes. I can, I can read. You don't yeah. have to... Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? So this is like... Because this, this is very clearly like a Shrek meets uh, like not another teen movie meets epic movie sort of thing, right? Yeah. But it looks like when they watch Shrek, they missed the entire point of the film, right? So Shrek is a story about an ogre who's a traditional fairy tale villain who wants to be the hero of his story, right? Mm. Um, and it's a basic... Sure, Shrek was heartwarming. Yeah, and Shrek was clever because it was like, yeah, yeah this, is, this is a typical monster, but one of the monsters is the hero. Whereas, on the other hand, um, this, this is like, okay, what if a villain decides he's tired of being a fairy tale villain and he doesn't want to be a fairy tale villain anymore? Uh, but what if he's still a villain because this reasons? Doesn't seem like one. Yeah. Yeah. The the um he wants to be celebrated. Yeah. The um the other the other um the sultan is the sultan of the goodies kingdom apparently. Then we meet we 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 meet another character again who's we meet one character who's going to be the love interest of um um. Kind of the like Rebecca Hall in Starter for Ten, like the 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 girl who's who are Colin Firth in um, Bridget Jones in Bridget Diary. Jones's Diary. Oh, this Diary. is the, the initial, not initially sexy, but will be the person that the hero ends up with. Character. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Here's the thing: there's this not re- the one he's obsessed with. Not the one he's obsessed with, but the one that he will learn is right for him, basically. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's got this it's got this terrible joke and it's a joke that comes up time again where the movie seems to think women's underwear is sexy. Sorry, it's funny. Women's underwear is funny. Like this is a bit where she's watching. Or just underwear in general. Just underwear in general. But, but yeah, because there's a guy who forgets his skirt because it rides up while he's riding the horse. Mm. But there's a sequence where a woman's washing um, her unmentionables in the pond, um, and it isn't funny enough that her unmentionables are like Victoria's Secret. It has to do like it's like somebody who wrote the film had heard of the rule of three. But hadn't figured out that the point of the rule of three is escalation. So it's like, no, we've got a sexy thong. Okay, second item, a sexy, sexy thong. thong. Third item, sexy thong. And surely that's funnier, right? Is yeah. what the movie seems to say. And it's just like, ah. The, the name of those two characters, there's one of them is important. And one of them is completely unimportant. 
but we we hear both of their names repeatedly. Repeatedly, one of them is called Talkies, and the other is called Balkies. I mean, it, at least this movie sort of teaches the lesson that um, <laughs> it's not a good idea to obsess over somebody who doesn't like you because they're never going to like you. Unless you're a sexy woman named Balkis, in which case it's perfectly acceptable to obsess over someone who doesn't like you. Oh yeah, that's true. I suppose I have applied a, a, a double standard to creepiness. Like yeah. It's okay for a woman, a woman to, to creep, creep after a, yeah. a guy, but it's somewhat less okay for a guy to creep after a girl. Ah. So like, so Kelogan is convinced that if he can accomplish a task, he can win over the princess. Mm. Uh, and Balkis is convinced that if she can... Um. <laughs> It really feels weird to be talking at such length about this movie. <laughs> Which is but, terrible. So Kelloglan is... Uh, I hope like, I hope all of this stuff is going to go right out of my brain after <laughs> I finish talking about it. Kelloglan is obsessed with Kankis. And in order to... He's been spending like four years fruitlessly trying, trying to, to win, her win, win her over. And fawning over her and... Um, being like a, a yeah um, super creepy super creepy but, but trying to win her through her father as well not yeah even yeah like there's a sense that exactly had there's, a conversation. There, there's no there's no direct kind of engagement there really yeah. then um darren made the point that balkis is just as bad um because balkis is obsessed with kelloglan but i don't think it's um equivalent, equivalent because but first of all, Balkis um, has a friendship or a familiarity with uh, Kelloglan. Secondly, Balkis isn't um, just pursuing uh, Kelloglan for her own sake. Balkis, um, partially in, a, in, a, in an attempt to get closer to Kelloglan, but also very much against her own interests, um, starts helping Kelloglan on his quest. By to, donning to to win candies by by dressing as a man. Yeah, donning a fake mustache. Sorry, did I say candies? I meant kankies. So yeah, th- th- there's something more noble about 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 her um, creepiness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's, but the way it's, it's framed is in terms of like the Twelfth Night or whatever. Yeah, right? it's it's re- related to the character of Viola in the Twelfth Night, which 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 I guess is fairly highbrow for <laughs> for, for this film. But yeah. to be fair, they do stop and explain the narrative at great length in case you don't get the illusion. In case uh, they certainly do, yeah. they certainly do. Yeah, they, 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 I, I, I would, I would um, argue that um, that that there is a a, a lesson there. I suppose <laughs> that it, that it, that it, that if you love somebody, you want what's best for them, I suppose, and that it's a less kind of a selfish form of of uh, infatuation. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as convinced. But that. that if you if you if you love somebody, you will let them go. Like I don't that's think what that they happens. Want. Though I don't think he lets her go so much as he finds a replacement. Is the film's moral? No, 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 no. I'm saying Caligula is terrible. Oh yeah. But uh, but uh, but um, he makes the right choice. In, 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 in getting with Balkis because she's like a, a real person an equal almost because uh, they've, they've been they've uh, had previous interactions and stuff yeah but also they, they've been colleagues on this quest that they, that, that, that they went on where she was wearing a fake mustache. Where she was waking a, where she was wearing a fake mustache, and it's almost to 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 show. You see, you wouldn't have taken me on this quest because I'm a woman, but 
but I pretended to be a man and therefore won your respect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, uh, there is that. Um, so Kellen, we're teaching important life lessons. Yeah. Next we go to an inn. We meet Tolga, who's unimportant, but we, we learn his name several times. Uh, there's also... Um, we, we, we meet, meet Hodja again. We meet two twins. Um, who two are, twins are called Sesik and Erdim. Yeah, who seem to be, and I couldn't find anything about this, but they're, they're like one name artists and they're credited together at the end. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if they are like, we, yeah, they're we, sort of like Turkish personalities. Almost. We surmise that, that these are the aunt and deck of, 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 of Turkish of, cinema. Of Turkey. Yeah. Um, we may be wrong. Though. This is in, in an IMDb list of uh, bow and arrow characters. Um, right away. Like, well, ugh, people who make the, these lists, have, they, they think, oh, hold on. We, we, we'd better include Kelloglan and the Black Prince. How did we possibly forget it go. It goes on. We're, we 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 meet um, Snow White. There's this kind of um, tumultuous sort of. Uh, yeah. The the the. Um, so Kankusoglu and Kelloglan are going on a quest together. Kankusoglu wants to hook up with Snow White, but she lives with seven men who she won't uh, get rid of. Ditch for him. Yeah. He he says like, "Oh, come back because he's going to win some money, and you can take like two or three that you like." And she, 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 she's annoyed and he's saying, oh, I'm, I'm worth seven of these guys. And yeah, there's a really, really toxic sort of masculinity running through the film. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's the film that he, really hates women. Oh, yeah, totally. He, he goes to this tavern where Snow White works and just hassles her, ha- hassles her at work. Yeah. Which she's is like, the, I'm not working in this zone. He's like, you're working in the zone now. Yeah, it's it's the worst kind of harassment. Is where where it it's she essentially really, stalking. Yeah. Where where you go somewhere where you're the customer and have to, uh, have some uh, level of deference that they that because it, they can't respond. Yeah. they can't kick you out because he's that's, you know, he's he's like a guy business. who goes to a strip club and is convinced that the stripper is in love with him. It's like no, no, it's it's just their job to be nice to you. So yeah, there, there, there a lot, a lot of, a lot of troublesome stuff here. Um, we next meet, um, well, we actually meet Balkis again, but she's a new character. She's called um, Toy, uh, Toy Soglan, um, which is perhaps some reference to her having no bodily hair, um, because she's which a woman. Which she illustrates. Yes. Yeah. She's like, I have a mustache, and therefore I'm a man, but no other body hair. Yeah, she's also she also has like a hat on her head to I guess hide her her long luxuriant uh, less luxuriant than Kelogan's yeah. warmer hair. But and so she joins them on the journey because they've already decided they've decided rather than so yeah steal we the, steal we, the belt of a giant. Yeah, there was some bullshit that they have to steal the the belt of this giant. But r- rather than uh, steal the belt of the giant, they they'll just. They see that there was a circus in town ten years ago. Where Andrew there was is, a, Andrew's a, wincing, by the way, describing this. Where there was point. a giant in the circus. Why don't we just steal? He probably has a belt. Yeah, he probably has a belt. Let's. It'll be like a giant-sized belt, and we'll bring it back, and they'll say, "Oh, you got the giant belt. Let's just do that." So you think, "Oh, just that yeah, mug a giant." Yeah. So Toy Susoglan um, pretends to, know. to yeah know where where the circus is, and therefore they should take her on the journey too. She just wants to get closer to him, um, and as I say, 
she's also actually helping him to to hook up with um Kankees who um who doesn't want who to doesn't hook up care with him. at all yeah, yeah. So next person we meet, yeah, there are a lot of characters in this movie. Next person we meet is Princess Macarena, who is the sister of the Black Prince. Sister of the Black Prince. She's a princess as well. There is a queen um, who, who we I, don't who meet. we don't meet. Um, uh, She's obsessed with her good looks. She insists on being the fairest of of them all. Yeah, I mean she she's quite she's mirror. quite fair. She's um, quite fair. Yeah, the, she looks a bit like Jennifer Coolidge, um, Stifler's mom. Has she got um, it going on? Yeah, um, she she wants the Black Prince. Because, but, but, yeah, because she has this dungeon that is full of the more beautiful women, than more her. beautiful women than her. And one of the women who is more beautiful is Kankees. Um, so but, she concocts a plan. Yeah, with the Black Prince. Well, the Black Prince is into it as well. Oh, the Black Prince has his own little agenda, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah, her agenda is basically for the Black Prince to get the princess pregnant, pump out half a dozen children, have her put on 160 pounds, and then she won't be pretty anymore. Yeah. Was it like a ch- baby elephant, I think? Ch- children ruin a woman's beauty. Yes. It's essentially and the, 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 the message. Movie. Yeah, yeah. And and you can see you can see the Black Prince wincing. Um, when he likes the part of the plan where he's going to like um, woo uh, Kankees, who by the way is into it, like they, 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 um, at least at least Kankees likes the Black Prince. Um, I mean, they, who wouldn't? He's got. They should just get together. Like they, yeah. there doesn't need to be any plan. There doesn't need to be any love potion. There doesn't need to be any quest so sleeping or, or yeah, yeah. Just say hey. Um, I like this dude. Yeah, he likes me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then and then and then he can he can get busy ruining her her her, her good looks her, her her beauty by yeah yeah. To be fair, it's yeah it's better than the the ruining of beauty that seems to happen otherwise, which consists of like throwing women into a dungeon where he uses them. Yeah, he he says send 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 a few of the riper ones to my um, chambers. Yeah. Um, which Although, is, like, like they, they, they portray it in terms of like, oh, all he's like a, a superstar to them. He's like a, a movie star or a pop star, and they're all like cheering, kind of. Um, yeah. There's a scene where they it's swallow like Beatlemania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A scene where, the, where a crowd of, of of fawning women swallow him. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know to what extent he's taking advantage of them. Of course, they, 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 they are, are in an unenviable position. Yeah, where where they're where the choices may be limited, but yeah. anyway, the um the then they're pa- then the three characters are going on a quest: Tankus Oglu, Kelaglan, and Balkis, who is now uh, Toysus Ogla. Um, none of this is ever going to matter to anyone. I'm surprised if anyone's still listening. The um the yeah, sorry. Um, Toysus Ogan pretends to sprain her ankle so she can get in the donkey next to the man she loves, Kaloglan, um, and asks asks Kanku Soglu to help in some way to to um, to carry something. Um, and he oh, he yes, asks, yes, what yes. what did your last little black boy die of? Uh, that was a moment where myself and Andrew just looked at each other. We we're like, oh, whoa, yeah, this movie took a turn. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, it, 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 it shouldn't have surprised us too much because, no. like, there's already kind of a lot of 
questionable stuff about women where where there, there there's there's never any point where really the 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 idea of um a woman a princess's agency being controlled by her parents is really questioned, questioned that strongly yeah. no um and then the whole point about children ruining a woman's beauty where it's like oh um yeah, this is this is Ditch this is an angry. Cow. Yeah, this is an angry script. This yeah. is a this is a this is a script that took the red pill. Yeah, um, it's probably the best way to describe it. So yeah, what what did your little last? Uh, what did your, your last black last boy? little black boy die of? Um, where, like, Which is like, and to be fair, yeah, it's, it's, that could have been a, a, a problem of translation. Um, with it, but no, 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 it becomes quite clear in in a little while. Next, we meet a genie. Genie comes in for like two seconds. He he's like, "Oh, they're gonna rub me," and it's another kind of like masturbation, masturbation joke. Um, Stroke me, Stroke yeah, yeah. Me. Or this genie wants his lamp stroked, uh, but they think it's a teapot and they boil it, and he's dead. I guess. Um, then yeah, it does ne- feel like the movie glosses over that. Right? Next, immediately we meet the the girl from the ring. Um, the this is the Ringu. She, we're in this sort of epic movie phase of the film. She, she climbs like, out of a well. They're just kind of um, referencing, which is yeah, which is the thing. Like they're I, just rattling through all of these. It's like okay, okay, we've we've met Snow White. All right, let, um, genie. Let's meet the Ron genie. Williams. Okay, genie's dead. What if uh, there's a well? Yeah, there's a what's, well. What's, who's in a well? That we girl? know. Yeah. Oh, she's a girl from the ring. Yeah. Like, is that too? Is that too? Uh, Not fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Who cares? Who cares? Let's yeah. just. We need a scene. Got yeah, a let's do this man the coke. Oh, I hate women. Uh, let's. Uh, so. But the thing is, like, none of these are jokes. None of these are like funny. This is the problem that I have with like the epic movie stuff. It's like here's this thing you recognize, hmm. and dot dot dot. Yeah, that's kind of. I think it's a problem with say the the weaker Family Guy jokes as well. It's like here's something you recognize, yeah. and and then you should laugh. It's a whole genre of movies where it's like, um, where, it, like even. There's a, maybe five or six American Pie movies. And then there's movies that reference American Pie. It's like there's no need to reference a comedy movie to... To, to spoof it. To spoof it. Like, it's already... A spoof itself. Yeah. So, what... I, yeah. I, um, the, like, like, putting those characters... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a, the whole genre of these spoof movies. Some of them are good, some of them not so good. This is not a good one. This is not a good one. So something something that we realized at some point is that the Black Prince is actually like he was bumbling a bit at the at the start. He was supposed to save uh, Kankis uh, from being killed by the dragon and took forever to do it and then knocked himself in the head. But we discover subsequently that he's actually a bit of a badass. He's got all these like throwing stars that he yeah. like kills four people at once with. While we have looking at them. Yeah, then we see him fighting in he he's he's a long way behind. We think he's going to possibly follow the the, the, the characters on their quest and, and catch serve up as an with obstacle, him. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, but that's not how this movie rolls. No. But he he's back in the tavern where they've just been just kicks the crap out of it. So he many does, people. He does, like, he's the, amazing. The, he, the Matrix. He's got all this stunts. acrobatic um, slow mo. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Where he's like jumping up walls and like kicking people and doing like somersaults and clobbering. Just he's he he like this who who again like the 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 Black Prince character 
seems like the hero of this story almost. Yeah, uh, Oscar Denise. So 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 much stuff that he does is quite good, which which makes it kind of unfair that he that he that he's, he's in, in the movie at all. One of the w- worst movies of all time, according to IMDb, anyway. But I mean, the the problem with him being like him being a funky and him being a badass is like I think it's it's one of the problems I have with the movie in general is like the fact that it does a joke and then it does a, another joke and it doesn't matter the two jokes don't fit together. So for example, like yeah. when uh, the princess is being attacked by the dragon, Kalogan picks up a reed. And he somehow turns it into a bow and arrow. And you're like, oh, that's, that's hilarious. It's, it's like, look at what he did so quickly. He's like a, he's a, a genius. And then he tries to use the bow and arrow and, and he can't. And the joke's like, oh, he's incompetent. He's, he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. And sort of, there's a lot of that. Yeah, there's no, there's no kind of... Through lines. Yeah, no um, coherent characterization. Why would we ever expect this, <laughs> this movie to have those things? Are we being unfair? <laughs> I um, think we are. Yeah, the, the, the um in in that tavern he meets Cinderella. Uh, Cinderella has his underwear, which as we've established already is hilarious. Um, his underwear his, being ladies' underwear. Uh, no, is, no, you need you need to brush up on 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 your men's underwear. This 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 is just a regular banana hammock. Oh, um, every 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 man needs at least one pair. Never mind, I'm not gonna. It's a it's a bu- uh, budgie smuggler. It's a, a, a erotic lingerie uh, worn by many men. It's uh, not weird at all. No. Um, well, I, you I were won't saying Cinderella. Whether... You were saying Cinderella, Andrew. Yes, Cin- Cinderella is there it's a, again. Um, the, the his name Nikati is uh, treated as uh, a source of. of yeah, because it's, uh, it's stitched on his underwear. If anyone wants to tweet us and explain why this is funny, or it's equally possible that it's a joke that's not funny. Um, why somebody would think it was funny. Yeah, so she gives him... They, they start to underline this plan that they have, which is that um, she's giving him... Um, no, he's giving her a potion. He got a potion from his sister. Oh, yes, sorry. He's going to give yes, that to Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. Cinderella. Princess Macarena... Gave yeah. the Black Prince a love potion. No, not a love potion. It's a sleep potion, I think, isn't it? It's to put her in a coma so he can wake her up, I thought. Something like that. So it's maybe he, a little more convoluted than it needs to be. Yeah. So he gives the potion to Cinderella. Cinderella puts it in her tea. Cinderella's going to put it in her tea. Yeah. She falls unconscious, and the idea is the Black Prince will arrive, give her a kiss, and wake her up. Yeah. Now, now however... Um, as we've all as we pointed out repeatedly, this is not necessary. Why, they could just... why does he need to beat up everybody in the tavern? Because it seems like he's beating them up to find out information about, like... They, Where they, Kalogan's they, gone, yeah, or... Kaloglan and Kansoglu were... were Kansoglu Ka- were at this tavern. It's like, you will tell us now... Um, where they've gone or where, something. Where they've gone, what did they say, um, how long plan? ago... Yeah. Yeah, where did they have anyone else with them? No, it's not that at all. It's just she's he's just meeting someone there and decides to beat Start the hell out of crawl. everybody. Yeah, yeah, they um, which which like I, at least we get to see him beat the it's hell a out nice of people. Nice choreography, yeah. Um, next, I I think Darren was uh mentioning there there, the three characters are on the way to to this circus and they meet the Birichik. Um, and so, the Beertrick joke is interesting because there's a creeping sense of dread as you're watching it. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's initially not clear what the oh, joke's no. going to be. And then it becomes gradually uh, more obvious. It's like peeling the onion off, oh, off no. a terrible, predictable joke. Why? And you're like, 
at some point there's going to be a turn or a uh, twist. Of course. Yeah, that's... We've had racism, we've had misogyny. What's missing gonna, from the pie? They're not going to... Oh, they are. And they did. So it turns out, basically, that these are going to be the butt of the movie's homosexual Cruel jokes. Homosexual jokes. Homophobia. Homophobia. So, they're called the beer chicks. I, I imagine that's probably... Um, Some sort of horrible homophobic slur or... Yeah. There's a lot of gay line. terror. There's kind of like knowing looks that the characters are giving to each other. It's like, did that guy just kind of... Touch you? Touch a guy. Yeah. Um, that that man dancing is... Dancing together. Um, physical contact. There's a point of where, where Kalogan is, is physically touched where I think it's... Uh, he yeah he it looks he like he's going to no be sick. Women. Yeah, he notices there are no women. Yeah, and there's somebody like is blowing terror. on his flute. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's like a musical flute. It's an instrument. Now, ne- next we have another fairy tale reference. It's Rapunzel. He, um, the Black Prince is coming to to visit um, Kang Kangkees. Pulls on her hair and pulls on a dangling piece of blonde hair that's, yeah. that's a, that you think is going to be Rapunzel. We yeah. were sitting there wondering, is it going to be a guy's hair? Is that going to be the joke that yeah, we're getting? Yeah, we were, we were thinking, oh, it's going to be a guy. And he's going, oh, I touched the guy's hair. Yeah, but it turns out it's actually the princess's hair. Yeah. But uh, she got hair extensions. She was, Yeah, she got hair extensions. Which would be a decent joke if it were and then, handled And well. then it's very apparent in that scene that like, um, oh, t- two of them, two of them like each other. Um, even, even though he's just um, almost crushed her skull by 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 pulling her out the window, her neck, yeah, yeah, um, they're 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 into each other. So there's no real. Um, well, I suppose the whole thing with the two of them is they like each other, but they need to make some sort of a point to his parents because he needs or, to no, see to her parents. Sorry, to her parents. He needs to see him like no, he he's, wants to be a hero. He's a, yeah, that he's a gallant knight. On a white steed who wakes her up from her slumber. That's the plan. It's yeah. like okay, he's he's trying to read more and to uh, to find out kind of like why what do what do good guys do? It's like you're already a good guy. You're 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 you have this you have this relationship with a woman who actually likes you. And you don't have to go on quest to convince her father to give her to you like a horse. Yeah. Um, that that immediately makes you a decent person. Has he met Robin Hood yet? Actually, I think so. Yeah, they, Robin at, Hood's also in this. At one point, he meets Robin Hood, which again is another thing that could be a half decent joke, but the movie squanders. Where Robin Hood arrives, does a dance, and Kilogan sort of, so the Black Prince looks at him and goes, "You're a thief, and you're a thief who's a hero. How could I possibly use that?" Um, and then it just turns into like a really tired gag mm. about how uh, stuff. And things but there's a sense that like the black prince it's very was, concise yeah summary that that's how much i i despise the movie but it yeah it's there's a sense the black prince wants legitimacy is basically what he wants mm. uh, even though he doesn't necessarily require it well what bothered me at this point they haven't reached the circus the circus and that was supposed to be why not instead of going on this quest <laughs> just get it from the circus and it's like where is the circus forever away this was supposed to be instead of going on a lengthy quest, and it's still taking forever. They they eventually arrive. The um, giant is a woman, um, but she's initially shot in a way that doesn't make it clear she's a giant. 
Yeah, we no, were, and again, when she was about to come out, we were like, oh, is, it's gonna is, be a little is this going to be a dwarf? Yeah. And the, the joke, like the joke, the, the direction is so terrible because there's nothing for a frame of reference in the shot. So as far as you're concerned, looking at oh, the yeah. scene, it looks like she could just be a regular person. She's doing like a, a, a reading of Shakespeare. Cinematographer for this terrible movie, we're putting you on blast. Uh, we didn't think anyone would ever... Um, ever see it. Yeah. But we did. We know what you did. Yeah. Because she comes out a normal sized person. It's only like several minutes later where <laughs> like after... Several interminable minutes Yeah. Later. Where where we... It's like, oh, they've finally thought of putting somebody next to her to make her look big. And Which you can, imagine would be a very basic on. thing to do. Yeah. Then there's... there's uh, it's cutting back to the princess. There's a guy who's come on a, along in a white scarf. And it's like, not a white scarf, you idiot. A white steed. And yeah, that kind sultan. of fizzles out. The sultan is like, why? I oughta. And yeah, and sort of throttles him. him with a scarf. But for some reason, he comes back for the dance number at the end. Yeah. Devery is by the name, the, 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 the name of the, um, the giant woman. The, she's, she introduces this um, allegory of the Twelfth the Night, 12th night um, which means um, a lot. To uh, Toysus Oglan, who's actually Balkis, and the, it's made. See, this is made, exactly like Shakespeare. It's made explicit that that she's um, playing the role of yeah, yeah, and 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 that she's um, uh, actually doing doing something quite selfless, and and is a pathetic character, but not not not, not a creeper um, as, as such. No, I mean, no, I mean no. to be fair, she like she does pretend to be somebody she's not for the purpose of getting close to somebody who doesn't want to spend any time with her. I think that's pretty creepy. Even like, I mean, it's not as creepy as anything colonials is. To be no. clear, like to be absolutely one hundred percent clear, but it is it is a little creepy. No, next next okay. week we <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Andrew just wants this to be over. <laughs> next next we um, understand that there there is actually. A um the giant that they were supposed to um steal the belt from. steal the belt from um is Which, introduced. It's very Harry Hudson. It is actually one of the things I quite liked. It is because you do get the shot of the Black Prince in frame with the giant, and it does. It's very clearly like a, a terrible blue screen superimposition effect. Absolutely, but it it's great as well in this context because it's um it's all of these kind of Harry Hudson movies where um. It's like Sinbad yeah. or like a, 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 uh, the Argonaut, Jason the Argonaut. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, where where um, where this is a Turkish movie, so it's not just um, a Disney kind of re- uh, references re- references yeah. that they're making. They're 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 making more kind of references that are local to them. This so they, 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 the Harryhausen thing, I guess, worked kind of well. Yeah, I thought I thought it did. I uh, felt I felt like yeah probably the guy playing the giant was very uh, was had very some Harry appreciation of like what what he, what, what he was doing there. But I mean yeah I sort of get the sense. What was the plan with stealing the giant's belt, right? So the idea is they have the giant's belt and they bring it back and then the giant gets angry and he attacks the sultan. Surely if they stole his belt in the first place, he'd get angry, follow him back and, and attack the sultan. Oh, it's because his reputation has been damaged because like he doesn't seem so fearsome if people are under the impression that his belt has been stolen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like, like even though it's going to stop people from coming after his belt, 
Um, he still wants to be respected. Uh, respected. Yeah. But he, I mean, he doesn't want people trying to punk him. That's what I was thinking. Like, if you're the Sultan and you've got a giant nearby and he's malevolent, yeah, why like, would you steal his belt? Steal that belt from that giant because I want it and I'm a Sultan <laughs> and I get what I want. Yeah. You can have my daughter, by the way. Yeah. And, and there's a guy, another guy there, Kankusoglu, who, um, who doesn't have any reason to go on this quest and he's saying, have a load of gold. And he's like, okay. Uh, Sultan could have just said, um, okay, don't go. <laughs> don't um, go we don't um, want. Uh, yeah, there's twice the chance of uh, Kaloglan being killed on, on this quest if, <laughs> if he goes on his own. Yeah, I'm um, sure that's how statistics work. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even, like, um, if the Sultan wanted to get out of this problem, because he's under onus to Kaloglan, who he promised his daughter to, but his daughter isn't into it, so he says, okay, all right, in order... New uh, task. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'll get you to do a task. He could just not give any task and let Kaloglan kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, if anything, these, these, these quests are just lengthening, like... Yeah, they're, they're providing Kaloglan with purpose. Purpose, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, as... Um, uh, Victory Frankl's book, The Man's Search for Meaning, has taught us. Yeah, my, it, you you need an un, unconditional um, purpose in life, which is perhaps not what this is, but it's <laughs> as close as Kellogg Land can get. And I think I think we sort of just scratched the surface of the deeper meaning of the film. <laughs> but anyway, so Kellogg uh, they decide to bring the giant back with them. Mm, they um, do. Yeah. Belt and all. Yeah, um, Black Prince lets the giant know that his reputation's been sullied. The giant's not having none of that, yeah. and so decides to launch an attack. And it's actually, it is very Harryhausen the effects. Yeah, um, and good news. Of- good news. The Black Prince and Kankies uh, make off together. At this point, it's like, oh, good, good. Like, Kelly, yeah, um, uh, brought the fury of a giant down upon the village. He can yeah. go his own way and die. Yeah, there is there is a point where the Sultan realizes. That Kelaglan has tricked him with the with the wrong giant and looks at Kelaglan and he's like, oh, This is gonna be he's awkward. He's realized, yeah, that he's in trouble now. And I was like, movie's over. <laughs> Just <laughs> would've been fine. Would've been fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, they um they're buried under sand, um, the three of them, uh, for 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 trying to commit fraud upon the, the uh, Sultan. Sultan. Um, and the Black Prince has uh, taken uh, Kankis away, although Kankis... Um, He's quite happy to go. Quite happy to go. I think I think the Sultan's problem with the Black Prince is that he's a foreigner. Yes. That, he's, that, he's not that from the up, goodies uh, kingdom. That comes uh, they, up quite a bit when she that. goes into a, into a coma, where like suddenly the Sultan is like, where, where's Kalogman? Yeah. Because at least he may be bald, but he's a local bald man. Because yeah. otherwise you're going to have all these handsome foreign princes riding up on their horses. Yeah. And we can't have that. Oh, look who's coming to dinner. Yeah. Um, there, yeah, he said a mini-skirted foreigner. I'm presuming he's talking about the Black Prince. Yeah. Um, well, that's Kalogan's line, yeah. Yeah. They, the Kalogan's totally part of this this racist culture. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's only totally, Goodies, yeah. Jesus. It's all, it's the goodies all in good guys. Yeah. yeah. So, um, they. Kelloglan and the other two go to rescue Kankies who doesn't want to be rescued from the Black Prince, who seem quite happy together. It becomes apparent when they're fighting because they, they 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 actually use the uh, 
Beatrix to, um, infiltrate, to infiltrate. Because so they're performing the wedding music. Because of course they are. Exactly. Because they are gay men. And what do gay men do apart from organised parties? Oh, and actually there might be some singing in this. There is. He's they're playing the piano. Doing his Liberace yeah, impression. Exactly. So, um, um, But by the way, he's so into his Liberace impression that he seems to miss everything that happens during it. Yeah. Like for a guy who was convinced he was going to arrive and he's, interrupt the wedding. Yeah. He, he, he forgets that, that he's, he's... He's there to interrupt the wedding. He's there as a pretense. Yeah. Like, but it, yeah. He commits wholeheartedly to the role. Absolutely. Uh, then they start fighting. Um, and it's, it's dodgy. It's not great. Yeah, you can tell that the movie's budget like, was sort of low. Yeah, there's the extras budget. Because there's, there's the bit with the extras. And then there's the bit where... Where well, Kelly Glenn and the Black Prince are fighting, and they're they're clearly, clearly being filmed on different days, days yeah. where there's no extras, and who cares? The um, uh, eventually, um, Kelly Glenn realizes that Kankees doesn't want her, doesn't want him, and the Black Prince shoots an arrow to kill Kelly Glenn because, like, why not? Uh, and that that would that would that would be a perfectly good end to the movie, but um. <laughs> Instead, uh, Balkis jumps in front of the arrow, takes it for him. Um, takes it for him. She's actually she actually has this uh, heart shaped uh, pebble that Kalaglan uh, has given to her, which which deflates the. Uh, oh, sorry, def- def- deflects the um, the arrow. Uh, doesn't kill her. At which um, point, Kalogam realizes, "Oh my God, this mustache dude is a girl." Yeah, and I love her. And they they walk away, and he says, "Like, oh, um, she, uh, I, I love, I loved, um, Kankees, but she uh, didn't repay my affections. Um, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy to leave. I have no beef with, with the Black Prince. Uh, is that the end of the movie?" Well, yeah, it's kind of, then we get a dance party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then we, then we get a song. Uh, I no, Will Survive. I Will Survive in, in Turkish. Where, yeah, it, it's like the, the end of the Shrek. The after party, yeah. yeah it is where, exactly like the end of yeah. Shrek. And you get to see some of the characters again, and some of them are like kind of hooking up and stuff, and just boring. Uh, yeah, and the Black Prince publishes a series of books. And he does. Yeah. He does indeed. And so that is the film. Andrew, how do you feel after that? Was it one of the worst films you have ever seen? Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. I mean, well, we've only seen two of the worst movies of all time. I I feel like I mean, when we were talking about the, Lawnmower Man, we found interesting things to say about it. You know, you know what? I suspect that there are a lot of art movies that are truly terrible, but nobody wants to <laughs> to be seen to contradict. Yeah. With oh, a movie, here's the with a movie with a movie like this that's so lowbrow and. Uh, represents the degradation of our culture. And, it becomes a and, lightning bolt. Yeah, and and also like we 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 dislike this movie because of the views it represents. Um, now we've watched some very good movies that had some suspect uh, views in them. But yeah, we're we're I will try a little bit now to figure out does this movie belong in in, in the company of of films such as the Haughty and the Naughty for example, or Ben and Arthur, or Going Overboard, sorry, Young Adam Sandler. And Ben and Arthur. Yeah. Attack, uh, Attack of the Jurassic Shark. All right, and it was then. my fault. Yes, uh, it was your fault. You were the one who introduced the concept of doing the bottom 100 and of doing the bottom 100 that week. It, yeah. was, it was quite hilarious. It was like, well, we introduced the bottom 100. We won't land on one this week. Statistically, no. we won't. And then, boom, minus 18. 
I mean, I I guess one question might be was was this movie worse than um, Lawnmower Man two? And it was. It definitely was. Yeah. I would I would have no hesitation in saying that. Yeah. And I I thought when watching Lawnmower Man two that that it, that it was perhaps harsh that it was in the bottom one hundred that it, that it, that it, it was a sucky movie that if anyone had liked Lawnmower Man two and I think that's a maybe. A lot of what the hatred on the IMDb 250 was about for Lawnmower Man 2 is people who perhaps liked Lawnmower Man who so were who were hoping that the that the sequel, sequel would, wouldn't would be a it, smoking hot um, mess mess from the director of uh, garbage. Okay, uh, from the director of uh, rubbish. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Max Headroom. Steaming poo. Yeah. So people were hoping that that would be the case. Yeah. Um, but it turned out that it, it was. I think, yeah. Well, I think the thing you could say about Lawnmower Man 2 was at least it had some half-decent ideas buried somewhere beneath mm. the... Um, yeah, this, the, this was just a stupid movie. And, and, and like, there, there's, there's lots of uh, stupid movies get and, made in Hollywood and we don't really pay any attention to me. This makes me not want to ever watch a Turkish movie again. And and, and 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 they should be the makers of this movie should be ashamed of of, of themselves for, for, for sullying what is, I'm sure, a very proud traditional cinema. Industry, yeah. yeah. Um all right then. Um more 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 uh, ashamed than um uh, than those makers of not of American movie. movies yeah. which are terrible, like the Seltzer and Freeburg approach, uh, which is terrible. So Andrew, I'm gonna ask you to pick next week's movie. Why? <laughs> you this still is your chance for me? redemption. What we're going to do is we're going to take the bottom 100 out for the next couple of weeks. We are. I think we are. Uh, we've watched enough terrible movies for a while. So, Andrew, let's take a look and see what we land with. Maybe people are going to like us, us choosing. So, I have now clicked the number on the random jumper numberator. Jumper generator. And the next movie that we're going to be featuring. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's um, by Truffaut. It's number 188. And it's the 400 Blows. Moving story of a young boy who, left without attention, delves into a life of petty crime. Which sounds like, um, if I have Truffaut right, it sounds like a theme of his. But I may be confusing him with another director. My knowledge of classic French cinema is, is not the May West. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll soon find out. Let's take a this look. This is uh, Le Quatre Sans. Le Quatre Sans Coup. Le Quatre Sans Coup. All right, let's take a look at the trailer. Tu sais très bien qu'à l'école, on apprend des tas de choses inutiles. L'algèbre, la science. Ça sert à peu de gens dans la vie. Mais le français, hein Le français, on a toujours des lettres à écrire. Tes parents disent que tu mens tout le temps. Non, je mens de temps en temps, quoi. Des fois, ils... je leur dirais des choses qui seraient la vérité, ils ne me croiraient pas, alors je préfère dire des mensonges. Si tu me demandes 1000 francs, c'est que tu en espères 500, donc tu as besoin de 300. Tiens, voilà 100 balles. Tiens, voilà 500, ben. Mais en principe, c'est ta mère qui fait ça. Mmh. 
puis je me suis aperçue que ma mère, elle m'aimait pas tellement. Elle me disputait toujours. Et puis, et puis pour rien, des petites affaires insignifiantes. Et puis euh, avec ma grand-mère aussi, elle s'est disputée une fois. Et là, j'ai su qu'elle avait voulu me faire avorter. Et puis si je suis née, c'était grâce à ma grand-mère. Ta mère, ta mère, qu'est-ce qu'elle a encore Elle est morte. Enfin, dans la mesure où on travaille tous les deux, vous savez ce que c'est. Oui, je suis père de famille, moi aussi. Faut reconnaître que parfois, on ne s'y retrouve pas très bien. Mais si seulement il avait voulu se confier à nous So we're back from the fact machine, and I was completely wrong. That was a different French director, um, Robert Bresson. But he was, it was the same year, 1959. Yeah. So it seems like in 1959 there was a bit of a fascination with uh, juvenile delinquents in French cinema. Yeah. Although, although I, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't a juvenile delinquent in this, but it, it, was, oh, a, it right. was a story about stealing. It must be like um, uh, Finding Nemo in a Shark's Tale. So parallel development. A bug's exactly. life and ants. Yeah. Like, parallel development in French or tourist cinema. Yeah, the two studios going up against each other with La Pocheur and um, the 400 Blows. We, we've went from one of the lesser directors, from, <laughs> from, from one of the, um, how do you say, uh, crappiest movies. <laughs> how do you say crappiest movies? I'm Darren. You can hit me up on Twitter at Darren underscore Mooney. Yes, and I am still Andrew. And you can still hit me up on A-Q-U-I-N-N-I-U-Q-A. I'm going to get verified one of these days. Going to get that little blue tick. Yeah. All right. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>